Okay. Uh, hey guys. It's uh, 11.20 right now. Um, I'm recording this just about 40 minutes before Father's Day ends. And I don't know. I've got quite a bit to unpack, I guess. it's It's been a while, I think. My last one was a month ago. So I've got some things that I definitely want to you know, catch you guys up on. I've, uh, I want to talk about work. I want to talk about what happened today and what has happened, um, I guess, past week or two. So sit back, try and relax, because I know I won't be. Um, if you're coming from my, uh, my social media, I, uh, I did say oh, I was probably going to be crying in this one tonight. Um, just a lot of emotions overwhelmed me today and you know I didn't really want to uh, break down at work and I apologize for it being so late uh, once I got home after I took the bus I literally just crashed uh, on the floor you'll hear like some cars sometimes I'm in a, a somewhat secluded parking lot I guess it's kind of over by the uh, it's over by like a, a big grocery store and like a somewhat busy street I, I i don't know i figured i'd change it up a bit i didn't want to be in like a really really like dimly lit place you know i just kind of wanted um like a little quiet place for myself but um yeah just, just just a lot happened today and um like i said i'm sorry i, I literally just i once i got home i i greeted my dog i still had my headphones on and i just took my backpack off and I passed out right there on the floor next to the front door um, just feeling tired and exhausted from trying to keep it all in at work and just physically so it's like a two minute intro uh, somewhat long sorry if you guys are new and I apologize to the new viewers if you didn't know that I had a podcast and this will be your first time listening in because well, I don't know if you'll want to necessarily stick around for the others because um i like to make these very these are going to be very personal these are very personal to me um so yeah like i said there's gonna be a lot of emotion in this one um i can't really think of anything else to say to try and transition into the next segment so i'm just gonna go ahead and uh, do that now Um, for tonight's episode, I decided against putting any kind of music because mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't want anything else to kind of like distract you from like what I have to say. Just uh, like I said, uh, I've, I've, I've mentioned this already quite a few times. It, it's going to be pretty emotional. Um, I've just got a lot that I I want to unpack. Uh, we can start off with just, you know, since it's been a month, the last thing I talked about was um, me potentially getting my job back at Starbucks. Um, that did happen. So I've been there for about three weeks now, going on four. Um, it feels great, I guess. I, I, I miss working, obviously. I miss some of the people there. You know, the, we got along really well. The only thing that sucks is, you know, I have to redo the, the whole training course again, which is really annoying. Um, the good news is 
when I have to do the online videos as part of like the, the training course because I already know what to do and I think they added a skip button since last year so I pretty much just you know during a video I just kind of skip all the way to the end and boom done and then the other stuff is just a quick review I just if I need to I'll, I'll go back and actually read it if not it's just a quick skim and just go to like flipping through the next page on the iPads because that's where the uh, the training modules is what they're called. That's what they're. Uh, that's where they're located on the specific iPads inside of the store. It's all kind of hooked up to the, the same system um, inside. But uh, yeah, not really too many issues. Like I said, um, getting retrained again is very is very annoying and repetitive. But I definitely need it for sure. There are, there's quite a bit that I've uh, lost in terms of uh, prior knowledge since my last time working there. It's been about a year. Like. Eight, like eight, nine months. Yeah, so definitely just a lot to try and remember all at once. Um, the thing that does kind of suck is I am still going to be scheduled with training shifts until I actually get the rest of my required training. Um, front end is was never really an issue for me. Um, aside from them changing the layout of certain buttons and me just kind of you know getting back into the rhythm of where everything go or like where everything is located um, in terms of like categories uh, for those that are um, unaware so like at Starbucks the your, your point of view I guess as a, as a cashier is um, you're gonna have just a bunch of different buttons pretty much like in the front of your like in the center of your screen and all towards like the right side um, what I'm saying is like those you want to pay attention to the most because they're normally ingredients or specific drinks so uh, or it could start off as just like a base template like um, they'll say hey uh, I want a grande and then for the initiated uninitiated um, the, the sizes are pretty much just small medium and large or tall grande and venti I'm not really gonna call them that I just do that at work I mean we all kind of understand the universal language of it being small medium large so i'm just going to reference those that but like hey like hey like i want a small okay cool so you would hit the the size button okay so small and then if they start talking about like you can you can just kind of tell what they want either based off of them talking about what's in it what's similar to it or just they'll flat out say the name and depending on what that is um, there could be uh, an assigned button for it. You just kind of have to go to the specific category of like kinds of drinks. Like for Frappuccino, it would be under um, like blended drinks. If they wanted like just regular coffee, they'd be under like brewed, shit like that. Um, so it was just really a matter of like me getting familiar again with the, the layout and. Uh, like I said, the rhythm, because I, I said the rhythm because as a cashier, I'm not really just kind of there talking to customers and pushing buttons, depending on what else the customer is ordering. If you've ever been to a Starbucks, you know that there is an oven nearby, and that's normally if people want certain pastries or food items heated up, you know, so they can consume it. Uh, not that they necessarily like need to be. It's just because uh, everything that we... Um, you know, we sell is, is already pre-cooked it's just like hey well like if you don't want it cold I mean, you can sure no no questions asked you know you do you 
boo-boo, but like, I mean, that's what the oven's for. So, um, if, if someone gives me like a, like a, a turkey pesto sandwich or whatever, uh, you know, then my job as a cashier, unless I have like somebody else kind of designated to be my, uh, what they call a warmer, you know, so they'll be in charge of getting all like the, the pastries and the, the food and stuff that belongs, or like, that needs to be heated in the oven. Other than that, it'll, it'll be me. And so uh, a lot of my day, I'll be like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, give me one sec, boss. So I'll, uh, I'll continue to like talk with them, have a conversation. Or if they were like asking anything else, just, just you know, simple shit like that while I, you know, pop the bad boy in the oven. Or if it's like, a, if they want like a regular coffee, one of them that we already have brewed, uh, that's right behind the register. At least it is um, in the Starbucks that I work at inside like North Star Mall. So if someone wants that, I will simply just turn around and get them their brewed coffee. <sighs> uh, bar was where I always had my main issue. Um, um, bar is just like make the, the making of the drinks, like the Frappuccinos, the... Uh, the frappuccinos, the uh, the refreshers, just, just just the drinks in general, I guess. You know, we have a we have it separated between um, hot bar and cold bar. So hot bar would be like your different kinds of hot coffees, your espresso, shit like that. And then uh, your cold bar would, like I said, be the, the cold drinks. Wow, I know, crazy. Um, so, but that was always my issue because when I first worked there last year. They never really put aside proper time to train me in bar. As you go through like the first week of training, you go over the basics. Um, but until you're like set on bar for a few days or a few weeks or whatever, like how comfortable, how, how, however long it takes for you to get like comfortable. Uh, you, yeah, it'd be, it's at least for me, it, it's still very. Uh, I don't want to say alien because it's not entirely new. It's just something I don't have a lot of experience with. Um, there are certain drinks that I can make almost like no problem. Uh, a lot of my issues is when it comes to different sizes and the portions because that definitely matters. Obviously, you know, you're creating a drink. So obviously the portion, like the portions of what you put inside said drink fucking matter. Same thing with the size. And naturally the size would correlate to the amount of portion or the amount of the portion of whatever it is that needs to go in said drink, right? So um, they, they just always gave me a hard time. Um, and then one of the, like, the main things was, was like last year, like I said, they never really set aside time to specifically train me in those departments. So what I would notice is they would put me on bar when we had our really, really bad rushes. And I would just, I mean, I would just get overwhelmed. Like they put me on bar and we'd have people like lining up all the way out the door. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't really a, a fun time for me and at least for bar just cause I mean, I'm still trying to learn the ropes. I guess it was, it was good to kind of get me into the the feel of what it of what it'll be like to have a rush and to, to have that you know sense of urgency within me in those situations but without me having the, the fundamentals down it was just a hot mess um, so I, that was like my main issue when it came to me working there last time just I and then I'm, I'm very hard on myself 
Um, that's for like people who are either don't know me in, in, in person or at all, or like this is their first time coming to their the episode or whatever. I'm very hard on myself. Any kind of mistake or imperfection that I, I do at like work, especially with something that I really take pride and passion in, whether it's it's my job or like my hobby, whatever, myself. Um, I'm very, very critical just because I, I don't like making mistakes because I, that means I have to, uh, that means I did it wrong. And so I have to redo it like, to like get it right. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's it, like, yeah, no shit. Like you, no one like really wants to make mistakes. They'd rather just kind of get it right. But I'm very hard on myself and I don't like making mistakes, period. So that also became an issue when they started um, wanting to train me the first time just uh I, I wouldn't really take any compliment I'd, I'd, I'd still have a hard time doing this I, I didn't take compliments well so you know they would try and make me feel somewhat better by saying no my god no yeah you like you're doing really good for like the situation that you put in a bar and i was just like this is like please don't tell me that i'm doing good if you know i'm clearly fucking up drinks i'm fucking up sizes i'm fucking up proportions there's a lot of mistakes that i'm seeing and uh, i don't know if you're just doing this to make me feel better or just because you want something yeah you have something nice to, like you just wanted to say something nice but with me seeing how everything is just going wrong and then you trying to tell me that it's not i i took it as being condescending and patronizing me and i i i, I expressed this to my trainers i was like i i, I don't think that that's actually like that's how you actually like meant for it to come out but i'm just telling you that is how i'm perceiving it I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what I can do to change that, but please don't try and give me a compliment or tell me that I'm doing good if I'm clearly not. It's just, it's just an issue I have. So, um, if, if, yeah, cause I, I, I had, that was just like my main thing. Um, so now this time I talked, you know, my manager already knows like, hey, you know, yeah, like you're really struggling on bars. So what we're going to do is, um, you know, where we're actually going to take the time to, you know, when, when we have the time to specifically train you on bar or whatever it else, whatever it else it is that like you need help with until you start feeling more comfortable and back into the rhythm. So, um, the past three weeks, I've pretty much just been like planted at like register or doing, um, like the oven warming stuff. We also have a, uh, a position called support that's basically just like, Okay, so like register and bar would be what we call planted positions, meaning that once you're there, you're pretty much there, right? You, you, we don't want you like wandering around either trying, like if you're low on supplies or like money or like, yeah, you're, you're low on like a certain ingredient, uh, cups, lids, like that shit. We don't want you, like we wouldn't want you to go to the back of the store yourself and stop making drinks we want to kind of they, they want to kind of like keep us there they want to kind of like keep you there as as as, as much as they can right so you can continue making drinks and it, it's just fast service and it's just better for the customer overall which means it's better for us so um we have support systems support positions are the ones that are constantly like hey like what do you need one of them will be like the warming like i was talking about earlier so that'd be like the designated warmer for like register um another one would be you know like going to make 
additional backups is what they're called of different ingredients, whether it be fruits or uh, powders that we use, like like uh, like uh, matcha powder or um, like mocha, vanilla bean, shit like that. So it, it kind of so yeah, those, those are the positions. Um, but I pretty much just been like register and support. Um, I had a few days on bar when my personal like when my trainer was, was having me train there and I got somewhat comfortable kind of sort of at least more comfortable than before which wasn't in my opinion a lot of progress I don't think so but progress is progress I guess I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at um how I perceive that uh that kind of thing but anyway so yeah um pretty much just been on like registered support and I haven't really had any issues with it at all. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very social person. I like talking with people and I worked at Walmart for like almost two years. So customer service and like being in front of the register, talking to people, I do like make people enjoy their time. I mean, it's, it's, it's secondhand to me. It, it's, it's, it's in my nature. And then, um, like I said, I'm a very social person and uh, extroverted outside of work that's just this is who I am I like to talk to people so that that, it's, that hasn't really been an issue for me um, but yeah no that, that's how that has been going I'll probably put music over this one to be honest because this one is really like emotional it's just kind of like a like informative like hey like this is what's been going on at work um, past month so yeah I'll put music on this I'll put music on this segment I guess just to kind of make it like more lighthearted I guess because like I said it's just nothing nothing bad next segment though is probably when I'll start talking about um, more of the severe issues and it's it's nothing that you really need to that y'all need to like really concern yourself with I'm fine personally like I'm okay I just I have a lot that I want to get off my chest you know and um, I've been doing this for about a year so this is this this helps me really it does it helps me get whatever i need off my chest uh, so yeah uh we're gonna go into the the next segment now where i'll just kind of start talking about um i guess what else has been happening like outside of work and how that's affected me yeah um outside of work i've also found myself going to a lot of uh or like not a lot but i've been going to two karaoke bars near my place um a lot uh i went there the first time when uh, one of my old like high school friends named josh i saw that um he just kind of walked in and he just kind of walked into a bar online when he was skating home and they were just like yeah cool i mean if you want to go sing go sing there was no cover there was no like charge or anything i mean uh, he wasn't old enough like he's all like like he's like a year under the age of drinking so like you know he just had like a water but you know they didn't pressure him to drink or anything and they didn't pressure him to buy something and he was just like no yeah like you want to come in like sing we have like the karaoke machine we got like the the dj so just go up there and have fun so he posted that in his story and it was it was a wednesday night i think maybe about a month ago so like i think a little bit after or before no it was like a month or a month ago maybe I, I don't know I'm, I'm really bad with like keeping track of time um but no yeah he just kind of did that and I saw on his story it was a Wednesday night um it was raining it was like 12 30 in the morning I was just like mom I'm 
I'm gonna go to a karaoke bar. So, uh, see you in a few hours. Uh, so I called the Uber, you know, to and fro. Um, and we, we went to the karaoke bar. We went back to it, like inside, and I, I sang, I rapped a bit. I, I have some videos on my like Instagram. Um, so that's what I've been doing, I guess, is just like a, another outlet for me, and it's, it's fun. And then I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a decent singer. There are certain songs that I think that, oh, people are, uh, okay. Uh, he's blasting his music. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe I'll just move over here. Sorry. Um, I think I'm a decent singer. Um, there are certain songs that I know I can do with like the, the right amount of practice, like I've done in the shower before. So it's just been fun. Um, yes, I'm, I'm 22, so I can drink, but I don't. I don't drink to get hammered. I maybe just drink like one or two. I'm not really there to to drink. I'm, I'm there to sing. And it's just kind of like, well, if, I, if I'm thirsty, it is a bar. So, you know, I'm gonna take like a margarita or tequila shots or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, it's been it's been fun. Um, it's I've also just kind of. I didn't go back to like the dating apps or whatever. I don't. I wouldn't say, but uh, there's just like an app where you just it's it's called like Hoop. You just kind of like meet random people, like from all over the country. Um, and so like I met quite a few. They're, they're pretty cool. I met one in particular who like we don't really talk anymore, probably because I unloaded a lot. But um, I had just gotten into a really big arguing with my mom because I, I came home from work and I was just like fucking tired. I was exhausted. Uh, not only just coming home from work, I, I, mean, I came home from a walk as well. Like I had an eight hour, like seven and a half, eight hour shift at work. Um, and then, you know, from my work to my place, it's about like an hour and a half, an hour. It kind of depends on how fast I walk and shit. So um, I, I'm physically exhausted. Like I'm beat. And you know, my mom, first thing she does is, like, she just, she wakes up. Like, she, she wakes up at, like, in the, uh, you know, like, in the middle of the night when I, when I, when I get home. It's, like, mm, 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that. And we just immediately kind of start going at it. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm beat. I, I really don't want to do anything. Like, I'm, I just want to go to my bed, go to my room, just kind of, you know, chill, fall asleep before I have to get up and, you know, do the same thing again. So her and I kind of got into a, well, we got into a fight because um, I think it was, it was, it was, I don't even remember what the fight was. All I know, oh no, um, she was telling me how I'm not really doing, I wasn't really doing much around the house and I, I understand and I'm, I'm not afraid to, to, to say that. I don't care if it's fucking embarrassing. Like, I really don't. Um, yeah, no, I didn't for the, like the, the past eight, six to eight months that I've been unemployed, I got very, very lazy because I felt no reason to do anything else. I mean, I'm not working, I'm not in school. I, I don't really have like money if I were to want to go to school. Um, I, I tried other things for money. Like I tried streaming. Um, I did a, a couple favors, nothing like bad or anything, uh, like for, for friends and stuff who wanted help. 
so I got like some side money here and there, but I mean, it was it was nothing substantial. And with streaming, I, I didn't get anything like at all. If anything, I, I I really hated streaming because you know I got a lot of a lot of my friends, a lot of you guys even were like, oh my god, no, yeah, like we'll support you. It's gonna be great. And I was like, okay, cool. And then when I was live and I was streaming, where were y'all? You know, and I, I hated having that mentality because the whole thing with streaming especially with twitch um in order to to get money you need to be a certain status so the status you're looking for and i believe i talked about this one of my last episodes called affiliate um you you just needed like you need a certain amount of viewers per stream for like an entire month to be considered for that status and then once you are of that status then you have an like then people who like subscribe to your content or whatever or they follow you on twitch whatever they they have the option and now the option becomes available where if they want to directly support you financially they can it's normally in like five to ten dollar increments something like that so i mean it's not like per, unless like for me i guess i don't know how to say it like it's not a job in the conventional way as in you go somewhere you clock in you do your however many hours throughout the week or throughout the day and then that gets transferred to or like you know and then that kind of turns into how much you've made within like you know every hour or every week or so it's more like hey i have this many people that follow me some like in the hundreds or something and they want to all support me so that's like five dollars from each person so i'm getting you know five times however many people are supporting me um so it was it was it was cool it was something to try i guess but i hated the mentality that it that came with it because well like i said when when i would listen to you like my friends tell me that they want to support me and stuff when i was there and needed support like i needed the views didn't really get any and i hated feeling like my friends and those that wanted to support me were obligated were like obligated to do so the whole thing with like streaming is like like i've already mentioned you know it's on whether they want to or not so unless you're like me personally i think like unless you're a big like a big wig don't don't even bother it's 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 difficult to gain that kind of following and then there's just a lot of other repercussions as well, man. Like, once you get that far in, like, the media spotlight, you really have to change. I feel like you have to, like, be more aware of, like, all the people that are following you. So you just need to be, like, more of a role model. I don't know. Like, personally, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I did it two months. I Not wor- not not it for me. Yeah, maybe Maybe the guys that are – maybe some of you – can gain like hundreds of followers within like a week or so and then have those people all give you money and i mean if, if that's if that works for you then cool but it, i i i didn't like that um i mostly just hated seeing like i didn't see my friends as my friends when they would tune into my stream i saw it as like numbers i was like what could i do to up the numbers and i i, I hated 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 those thoughts and it didn't help that like you know I'm 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 stuck at home. I've already talked about how, you know, if I'm stuck at home for excessive amounts of like excessive periods of time, 
my mental health just goes to the shitter. And, you know, hopping online, streaming, especially, like, just with my mental health, just kind of be dragged to the fucking mud right now. Uh, seeing, like, not seeing those numbers, not seeing... Yeah, not seeing those numbers. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't seeing, like, the people that were watching as people. I was seeing it as fucking numbers. That's it. Just numbers. So not seeing those numbers just made me want to give up entirely. I was like, well, what's the fucking point? So it was just, it was just a, a, a bad, bad mixture. Um, so, no, right. Um, whole point of the segment, or, like, what I was talking about earlier. If, if, if you're new, I, I ramble. I tend to talk one thing, and then it leads to other things. So if you're not here for that, you can... You can leave now, because I, I, I guarantee you it's not going to get any better. Um, I've just got a lot to say. And I have a terrible time with transitioning from, like, subject to subject. I just kind of spit it all out. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I, I became very lazy. I didn't even really want to do the most basic things. Like, you know, just taking out the trash or, like, laundry when I needed to. Um, those eight months pretty bad for me just because I mean like I said without it like I wasn't in a job I didn't have a job I'm not in school uh so I'm, I'm just a worthless piece of shit that, that that was my mentality um I'm not doing anything so like obviously my mom was was aggravated you know but like now that's not the issue anymore I'm, I'm working now so I can feel like I have some fucking worth on this planet <laughs> just in, in general I, I like working. I like that it gives me purpose. I, I may not be in school now, and I may not have any idea of what the fuck I want to do with my life, especially with me only being 22. But I, I've, I've got things that I, I, I need money to, to pay for, you know? Like I, like my hobbies, like gaming. Yeah, it's not fucking free. One, I mean, okay, so there's that. Um, I mean, I, I, I help mom with, like, bills. I... I I, I used to pay electricity and rents, and I, I'm doing that again now. I, mean, I got my paycheck not too long ago. So, regardless, first week of work, right? Um, just like I said, fucking exhausted. Eight-hour shift, hour and a half walk home. I'm, I'm beat. And we just we get into this vocal sparring match, and it sucks because she's not seeing that like oh whole shit like he's working again. So within another week, he's gonna get paid. And then he's going to be able to start helping again. He's going to be able to start doing more. I'm like, yes. That she wasn't thinking that. She still just kind of saw me as like, well, the eight months that I've done not really doing anything around here. So we just got no fucking fight. And she was like, she's like, I bust my ass all day. And this is where I snapped <laughs> really bad. I just, I was like, mom, respectfully, no, you don't. For those that don't know, my mom is, is close to 400 pounds. She's, she, she's in a walker. Um, she has a very, very fucked up knee. So to say that she is mobile, like to say that she has issues walking, like mobily disabled, if, that, if that's a fucking word, she, it's, it's an understatement, okay? And she's been this way for decades. Um, so I'm like, mom, no, you don't. And this, this is what she does every day at work. She drives to work. She parks in her parking lot, takes the walker, gets out of the car, walks into work. It's like maybe 100 feet, 
like from parking lot to her like building's door. So once she's in, she says hi to whoever or doesn't because they don't trade her right or whatever. Regardless, so she walks in, turns to the right, maybe walks another 30 feet, sits at her desk. She's there all day. She is sitting at a desk all day. And she's been doing that for years because she's a receptionist for a myriad of departments throughout the years at um, one of our, one of the local hospitals. Yes, she works 40 hours a week, sometimes overtime. Yes, she has been the only one in the household that has been working since the eight months that I went unemployed and I was trying to do other things, but it wasn't working. But after just me being exhausted and me, after me being exhausted and me not wanting to get into a confrontation and then her telling me that she, she works so hard. Like, no, no, you don't. You sit down. And the only reason why you sit down is because of your weight. The only reason why you're, uh, the only reason why you're this big is because of your fucked up knee that you didn't get taken care of multiple decades ago. There's a lot of things that are not my fault that explain why you are the way you are now. And I, I picked up my, my keys and I walked away. I, I, I locked the door and I, I went walking for about a few hours just around my little um, community. Uh, I, I live near, a, I live behind a high school further up the street from the high school is um, a gas station, a few restaurants. So it was like 12 o'clock, one, one o'clock in the morning. I, I, I don't care. This is what I do. When I, I don't want to be at home. I, I, I already snapped. I, I, I don't want to say anything else. I don't want it to escalate any further. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'll give her time to cool down, whatever. And what I was talking about is, um, yeah, I redownloaded Hoop. And I was talking to this one person, like they matched with me, if you want to call it that, that same night. And I was already in fumes and, you know, I didn't even really like get to know this person. I didn't really get to like know her a lot, like at all. I I knew her name and that she lived somewhere in California. And I said, look, I've got a lot on my mind. So I'm really, really not wanting to talk right now. Or actually, no, the opposite. I'm like, I've got a lot on my mind. And I, need, I, I need somebody to talk to. I don't know you, but can I please just, like, call you and, and, and get this out of my system? Because I, I, I don't want it to, I don't want it to fester. And I don't want it to stay bottled up inside. That's, that's not healthy. That's not good. Especially with stress and shit like this. So she agreed. And so we, were, we were on the phone. And I was just... She just pretty much just, she, she was silent. And I just told her everything. Um, and we, we just kind of stopped talking after that. Go figure, I wonder why. She, she, it's almost like, I, it's almost like she didn't really want the first conversation with somebody that they met online to be about a, an hour and a half to two hour rant of everything that I've been struggling with. But yeah. That was, that was a thing. And I left before I said anything worse. I had snapped just because I'm like, I love my mom. I do. But don't ever say that you 
mm, that like what you do is more physically demanding than what I do. Just me going to work, whether it's like taking the bus or something, like, and then I have to walk like maybe 10 minutes, like, okay, like five minutes, right? Like five minutes to the bus station. I'm on my feet all day, all day, unless I have like my 30 minute lunch or my 10 minute breaks. That's it. And then depending on whether I choose to or not, whether just due to my emotions, I just feel like it, whatever, I have another hour and a half on my feet walking home. So I'm doing a lot. I, I, yes, our bodies are different. I'm not overweight. I, I don't have a fucked up knee. Well, I, no, I, I kind of do have a fucked up leg after getting hit by a car, but that's by the point. I'm way more mobile than you, and I understand this. So it pisses me off when you tell me that you do more than what I do in terms of the physical aspect. Because no, you don't. Because you can't. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, especially after me coming home pissed off as fuck, just, you know, just tired, not wanting to do anything, and getting into an argument with you. Yeah, I, I don't have any strings to hold me back right now because I didn't want this fight to begin with. I want to let you know that I'm pissed off and to fuck off, leave me be. And when she wouldn't do that, I laughed. I was like, fine, fuck it, I'll leave you be. I love my mom. We, we, we get on each other's nerves a lot. Um, just recently, actually, like um, last week, we got into another really, really big argument. I had woken up maybe about 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I, like 30 minutes prior. Um, and I decided to hop on the game, chill with my buddies for at least a few hours before I need to start, uh, before I need to turn it off, hop in the shower, get dressed so I can take the bus and go, right? She wakes up. First thing that she does when she wakes up is she groans because of how much pain she's in due to the weight and the weight is pushing on her fucked up knee. So, first thing I hear when she wakes up, her groans. So I'm like, okay, cool, mom's up. She sees me sitting there, like in my chair, just relaxing, not bothering anybody, not doing anything, just trying to enjoy what few hours of, of peace I have before I need to start thinking about getting ready for work and before I need to start getting ready for work. So, she sees me, she's like, hey, um, I need you to, uh, I need you to brush Lovey. Lovey's our, our dog we've had for um, almost a year. Uh, we, we got the dog because after I had initially left Starbucks, my mental health just, even before I left like Starbucks, to be honest, just at Starbucks, my, my mental health just hit the shitter really, really bad. It, I, I, I already talked about it in um, one of my other episodes, so I'm not gonna get back into that again. But uh, yeah, so she told me, she's like, hey, before you leave for work, I need you to brush the dog. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. So in my mind, it was like 10.30. I was like, okay, cool. Um, my initial plan was to hang out with the guys online and just chill until about 11.30. I didn't go into like two or something. And then I turned the Xbox off. I'd give myself like 30 minutes to an hour to shower, whether I want to sing or do practice my distortion or whatever, be out by like 1230. 
get dressed, like dry off, get dressed, brush teeth, whatever, out the house, out of the door by like 12.45. Bus gets there at like 12.50. Bus will get me there around like 1.30, one, yeah, like, like 1.20, 1.30, and I don't go until 2. That was how I wanted my, that was, I like I woke it up and I, that is how I decided I wanted my morning to go. With her telling me she, I need to brush the dog because it had been a bit, um, I guess some, uh, some context, my mom recently just got surgery. Nothing really major, just something to do with her uterus, basically. It wasn't looking and feeling like a woman who's almost 60 years should. It felt and looked more like a, like a 20-year-old sorority college girl. So, yeah. So she, she had just got into surgery. Um, and had taken the week to, you know, they're taking the week off work to, to recover. That's fine. Normally, I personally like, you know, when if she, you know when she's at work in the morning and I wake up and she's not home. So this kind of shit doesn't happen. And this is what I'm talking about. So I'm like, okay, cool. She wants me to brush the dog. I'll turn it, like, I'll turn my Xbox off like 30 minutes earlier. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. So I got like 30 minutes with the guys, turn it off, brush her, do it about for like 20 to 30 minutes, and then still continue the rest of my day the way I wanted to. Like hop in the shower at 11.30, get out at 12.30, get out of the house by like 12.45, the bus picked me up at like 47, whatever, like 48, whatever it was, right? So like just her asking me to just do that one thing didn't, was an issue. It wasn't. I was, I had already slotted in time for when I was going to do it. And it was before I went to work and it was going to be a good chunk of time and allowing me to still get dressed and everything. Um, so she went to the bathroom and I continued to talk with my boys online. She got out of the restroom, saw that I was still there enjoying my time and something in her just snapped. She just kind of I don't know she just snapped she was just like never mind fuck it I don't even know why I fucking ask you I'll I'll, I'll do it myself I'm, I'm, I'm confused at this point because I have no idea what the fuck she's talking about she just said she'll do it herself I, I didn't get it until like maybe five seconds later after she exploded I'm like you mean the, like take care of the dog like no I, you asked me to do it I, I said I'll do it you asked me to do it before work. I'll, it's it's going to get done before work. Like, you don't... That, that's not an issue at all. So, but she blew up regardless. Um, and she ended up taking the dog outside. Again, she's in a walker. She just had surgery. She's still, like, midway through the week of recovering. She really shouldn't be moving around or doing anything. So I don't know why she's doing this in a fit of rage, no less. But yeah, so she she did that. And before, like, as she's doing this, she's just screaming at me to just kind of get the brushes. She's going to do it herself. And now I'm pissed because I'm like, no, one, you you should not be going anywhere because you need surgery. Like, you just had surgery. So respectfully, go the fuck back to your room and lay down. Your body needs rest. You had just literally woken up from anesthesia like maybe a day ago. <laughs> you need rest. And she she just... So we, we just continued fighting. I was like, why? Why? I don't know what's going on. So I I started fighting back. And I was like, no, this is fucking stupid. You asked me to do something, and I'm going to do it. 
no questions asked, no ifs, ands, or buts. So it's getting done before work. It, I, I fit that into my schedule. What's 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 the issue here? But she 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 wasn't having it. She wouldn't hear it. Um. So she uh, she took the dog outside and she just kind of she was just like she was like bring me the brushes. I'll do it myself. And I was like that no that's fucking stupid. So I took the brushes and I went outside and followed her. And she's mom's just like sitting outside the apartment. Um, in like a little part of, I guess you could call it a yard or something, just, just sitting there planted on the lawn, like in the on the on the walker, just you know having the dog on the leash. And I'm like, mom, like what are you doing? She was like, give me the fucking brushes, I'll brush her. And I was like, this is stupid. You asked me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Because I know, I know, I know, she does this every fucking time. If I do let her do. Like if I do, if I if I did let it, if I just like, okay, yo, no, yeah, you said you want to do it, fine, you'll do it. The first fucking thing that'll come out of her mouth is, yep, just like your father, waiting until I get pissed off and then I have to do it by myself. And I'm not dealing with that. I'm not. I'm I'm trying to enjoy my time. You're already ruining that. I told you I get it done. It's gonna get done before work. I still I fit it into my schedule. I'm still gonna do all of this. Once I'm out of the house, do whatever the fuck, okay? While you're here, though, and I'm watching you, you need rest. Okay? So, and I, I didn't want to hear another fucking, I didn't want to hear another fucking comment about me being just like my father. Okay? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for it. I'm not. So, I took the dog off the leash, and I picked her up, and I put her inside. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I, I to avoid screaming... To avoid just getting, like, yelling, basically, because I'm already pissed off at her, and she's yelling, so it's like she's already causing a scene, like, outside the fucking apartment at 10.30, no, sorry, like, sorry, it's 10.40 now, 10.40 in the morning, like, come on, on a Saturday, too, like, bro, people are trying to sleep in, like, I, I, I just woke up, like, 30 minutes ago, why am I dealing with this now, why the fuck did you put this on me, okay, before I have to go deal with people for about eight hours, and then walk home. Okay, like, wh- why? Why do you think I needed this before I even begin to start going, like, start getting ready for work? I took the leash off, and the, the leash that my mom has, so she can, like, she has, I guess, more control over where, like, how far the dog is away from her. It's one that has, like, a retractable leash. So um, when she doesn't want the dog to move any further, you know, she'll just like press a button and the leash will lock. And so the distance between, you know, the dog and the person carrying the leash, I think that's it. They can't go any further. I thought she had that setting on. So I just unleashed it. Like I, I unleashed the collar and I picked up the dog and I put it back inside. She did not have that setting on. So... If you want to think about it like measuring tape, right? Like, you know, when you set it off, it flies back. It, it did that, and it hit my mom in the leg. Not hard, but it hit my mom regardless. So she got pissed off. I didn't mean to do this. I, she got pissed off, and she threw the leash at me. She missed. She hit her car instead, like the bumper. And I was like, was that worth it? Like, you just hit your car. 
And so now, after all of this is transpiring, and again, the, the dog's inside, just not wanting, like, not knowing what the fuck is going on, I'm, she's like, leave me alone, leave me alone, I don't want to talk to you. And I was like, oh my fucking God, that's, that's what I wanted you to do for me. Why couldn't you just leave me the fuck alone? So, I left her alone. I left her outside, sitting in the, on the walker, contemplating life, hating me, whatever. I don't, I don't fucking care at this point. I took the dog into my room. The dog was giving me issues because she wouldn't listen. So I had to get aggressive with her and just kind of grab her and kind of like, you know, shove her into my room. And I was like, just, just fucking stay there, please. And I said, I was like, I don't know why you two, referring to my mom and the dog, I don't know why you two are giving me so much trouble this morning. What the fuck did I do to wake up and deserve this, huh? Like just, just stress, getting angry, arguments over, over what? <laughs> For no reason, just exploding and blowing up like, mm. so I, I was pissed. I closed the door, my dog sat there finally obediently and I brushed her for a good like 20, 30 minutes. So now it's like 11 o'clock. Mom finally comes back in, I guess after her being pissed off or whatever. Knowing how my mom is, she's not done getting pissed off. And the first thing that she does is starts talking shit about me. To me, I guess, or to the dog. Because as soon as I hear the door open, I let my dog out. Because my dog loves my mom. So she's like, you know, to, to go see her or whatever. First thing that she does is start talking about. To, she starts talking shit about me to the dog while I'm in earshot. But how I'm just like my father. How this, how that. And so, like, we already just had an altercation okay both of us are, are pissed off for no fucking reason this is so stupid this shouldn't have happened we both want to be left the fuck alone especially me i don't know why you decided to intrude and give me this so i was like you know what i'm not dealing with it i'm not i moved my schedule up it's immediately I hopped in the shower, didn't sing, didn't do anything. I was out of the shower in 15 minutes. I got dressed, called my Uber, and I got to work an hour and a half early. And I just sat there. I, I brought like my, I brought my switch. And they're like, oh my God, you're here, you're here so early. I'm like, yep. I'm like, why? I was like, didn't want to be home. And they were just like, uh, okay. I guess I can understand that. I was like, yep. So, there's like a truck going around. I guess it's like cleaning the parking lot. Yep, that's probably what you hear. Um, so, yeah. That was that was how my morning went. One day of work. Just completely fucking unnecessary. And then when we got home, or like when I got home, then we both decided to apologize, I guess. So it's water under the bridge now, but like, no need for it, you know? No need for it. So, yeah, that, that just happened like last week. Um, I already, Jesus, I, I took what happened last week and I turned that into like a whole 30-minute segment. I'm fucking sorry. I, I, I still need to talk about today and why I'm going to cry in the next like 20, 30 minutes. Um, so I'm going to cut this now. We're going to transition into... Uh, one of the last segments.
Okay, moment you've all been waiting for, the reason why I posted on social media in the first place, why I'm going to be crying in this segment. Today, or like at least, well now it's like 12.13, so 13 minutes ago, the whole 24 hours was Father's Day. Those that know me personally, or I've talked, I've mentioned it before to you, or those that have been listening to my podcast, I don't talk with my dad. I don't talk with his side of the family. I haven't for a few years. I I have an interesting relationship with them, an interesting history with them, and just choices I've made, like just the choice that I've made in the past few years has just been I don't want I don't want anything to do with you or your side of the family. You cause problems for my mom. You cause, you cause problems for my mom. Continue, you continuously, you, yeah, you continue to cause problems for my mom. You just, there's, there's no reason for any of it. I just, I, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with you. That's it. I'm done. And they, they tried. I, I've talked about this in the, in, in my other episodes. You know, they, they've tried rekindling that or trying to talk to me again, hoping as if everything's gonna be okay. But no, like, no. For those that are new. Um, my parents have been divorced twice. Uh, first time was when my dad decided it was it was nine months after I had been born, and dad decided it was too much responsibility to have a kid, even though he already told my mom to quit the job that she loved working at, so she could be a stay-at-home mom while he was the one you know, he was going to be the big man, of the house and support, pay for all the bills and support me and her. Um, nine months later, just decided, no, it's too much work. I'm going to go back to my mom because I'm too much of a pussy. I'm not a man. I'm not, I'm not a real dad. So that led to my mom take care of me for the next eight years by herself. Um, for whatever fucking reason, they somehow got back together when I was like eight or nine. And it was fine for at least almost an entire year until my grandma on my dad's side um, found out, I guess he had kept it a secret for so long or whatever. And as soon as she found out, all she did was cause problems. Just like as mom's told me before over and over again, I, I, I'm glad she shuts up now about it, but Jesus Christ, I wouldn't stop hearing about it in middle school and high school. I fucking hated it about how my dad's side of the family just treated her like shit. Didn't make her feel welcome. Didn't make her feel loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm raising my voice. I told you, I'm getting fucking emotional. It's it's happening. I told you, I've got a lot to unpack. Okay? So, just, yeah. Dealing with that. Um, after she found out, like I said, she just continued to start, like, start shit again. My dad, once again, turned 180 degrees. And it ended up involving um, the police officers because I found out that my dad had pushed my mom down like a step that we had back at our old house. And it wasn't anything high. It was just kind of like one step, like it, like the, the garage would be like the surface floor, right? And then it was just like one little step up and that would be like the door. And then that's like the rest of, that's like the flooring of the house, you know, before you go into the different rooms, all adjacent and everything. So... Yeah, um, she, he pushed her down that. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was young. All I remember is them, like, by the way, when my 
dad's, when, when, when my grandma, again, on dad's side, um, fucking found out and started causing issues, the issues transferred to the house. So I can't tell you how many times I would, I would, it, 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 I'm eight, I'm eight years old. I'm in third fucking grade and I'm having to try and win shout matches over two grown adults who won't shut the fuck up. They're constantly arguing. My mom started throwing shit. My dad started just straight up leaving again. Like, it's, it's been a lot, okay? My childhood has been a lot. That's, that's, that's as much as I can say. It's, it's been a lot. I mean, it's probably where a lot of these issues fucking started. Just, just seeing that. I can't tell you how many times, like I said, I had to win shouting matches. I would tell both of my parents, who are like in their fucking 40s at this point, shut up. I'm trying to go to sleep. I have school the next morning. I, I, I'm trying to do homework. I'm, I just, I'm trying to pray. Like, fuck anything. Okay? I, I, I don't have peace. I get, you know, like, the peace is, is like a, a, more the parents thing, right? Like, I get peace in my own household. And they would always, always bring that up. They're just something to deal, like something would just trigger the other. Just a simple look or a, a fucking phrase and they would just ignite. It was like... TNT was bombs just waiting to explode all over. And that's that's what I dealt with. That's what I dealt with. And eventually, I guess my dad, like I said, once he decided that, you know, not wanting to get, like, shit thrown at by my mom or just, like, having the altercation, like, verbally, he decided to get physical. So he pushed her down that one step. I remember screaming and crying. I don't know what's going on. It's a school night. I, I, I was just trying to shower so I can get ready for, like, like, yeah, my dad was just trying to get me in the shower or whatever. So, like, bath. I don't, I don't fucking remember, okay? All I know is, like, I didn't really know what was going on. They were just yelling again. I couldn't take it. I, I grabbed my mom's keys, and I I opened the door. I opened the car door, and I locked myself inside. I didn't see my dad push my mom down the stairs. I didn't. All I saw was my dad trying to get into the car. I let him. He All he did was he, he, he picked me up. He, uh, he took the car keys. He picked me up and he walked me over to the neighbor's house. Um, I've been really good friends with uh, with the neighbor's kid. His name was Junior. Um, been friend, I've been friends with him, you know, like since we moved into that area. Uh, so, like really cool. Him and his family. His family was also having like marital issues as well. So I mean, the, the kid was like a few years younger than me. I think like five years younger than me. So he didn't really. You no, know, he wasn't three. He was like he was like five or six, I guess. Well, no, okay, because I was like. Eighth grade, I'm like what? I'm like uh, eight or nine? No, sorry, third grade. Yeah, eight or nine. So he was like, yeah, okay. He, he was like, he was like, he was like five or six. Okay, so he's like, he, he doesn't not really seeing, you know, the signs that his parents, you know, sorry, like mommy and daddy are like, sorry, either daddy's cheating with mommy or on mommy, or they're already just getting into arguments. Apparently, there was something to deal with, like maybe her getting beat or something. I, I don't know. The whole fucking mess, right? But at, at this point in time. My dad just picked me up and he walked me over to the to the neighbor's place. Was like, "Hey, a lot of things are happening at the house. Can Steven stay with you for the night?" She, you know, they just said okay. You know, the parents went to bed. Junior went to bed, and I just sat there on the couch. And as I'm sitting there on the couch looking at my house, I'm, I'm seeing cop cars come left and right we, up up the hill. We had like at least three or four. I don't know what's going on. I just see bright flashing lights. I'm, I'm trying to to. A process. What is happening? I'm trying to see. I'm, 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 I'm fucking wiping my my tears. 
from my face. Like vision is blurry. There's, there's so much going on. And all I know is somehow I got back to my place. I'm assuming my dad went to come get me or mom, whatever. All I know is the next morning or no, that night, dad had, dad had been told by the police and he had told me that he had been told by the police that he needs to go live back with his mom. So once again, tucked his tail between his legs and took off. Only this time, he didn't make the choice himself. Someone had to do it for him after assaulting, after like getting physical with my mom. And my mom had apparently had always told him, if you ever get physical with my child or me, you're done. That's it. I don't care how angry you get. You don't ever touch me or him, referring to me, when you're mad. Because my mom dealt with an abusive father all her life before he eventually died, before I was born. So obviously she's not going to take abuse. I don't blame her. So yeah, sorry. Um, lots to unpack. That That's just the past too. That's not even talking about today. So anyway, uh, um, yeah, um, over the past, so yeah, I, we, we apparently made up after that. Obviously, you know, um, I wasn't without a dad the majority of my childhood. We just, like, we, I ended up going through the whole, like, custody parent thing. You know, my, my mom would have me one weekend. My dad would have me another weekend. It would just alternate between that kind of shit. Um, apparently, things got bad because, like, sorry, the truck's coming again. Things got bad because, like, apparently my dad would want to take, like, my mom would want to take me to, on, like, a, a camping trip or whatever when it was my dad's weekend. And my dad was not fucking having it, so, like, he called, like, my dad was quick to call the cops. My dad was quick to call the cops when he didn't get his way with me. And my mom just kind of had to sit there and take it. And not to mention, all throughout, the rest of elementary school wasn't really that much of an issue. And like, oh, no, yeah, my mom's single. Okay, cool. I don't know what that means. All I know is that sometimes I see my dad and sometimes I don't. That's it. As I'm going through middle school and high school and I'm starting to realize a lot more shit, oh, my God. Oh my God, middle school, it just kind of flies by, really, I guess, you know, again, starting to get a better relationship somewhat, sort of, with my, with my, my father. We're, we're doing okay, again, just the whole, like, um, alternating on and off kind of thing. High school hits, and oh my fucking God, at this point, I can't take it anymore. All throughout middle school, start of high school, I would hear from both sides, okay? Like, I, again, that's the truck, sorry kind of waiting for them to leave so I can go back to like the other side of the parking lot where it's more quiet okay um I want you to imagine a war pigeon okay like they used way back when right so a war pigeon would come from one side with the message and that message was sent via pigeon to the other side whether that was to another allied force saying, hey, we need reinforcements or like, hey, shit's not doing so well. We need to pull out. Or maybe it was to, to like the other, the opposing side to try and get like some kind of surrender or like a call it off, like whatever. I was the war pigeon. When I was with my dad, my dad would talk about the marriage from his perspective. Sorry, I have somebody... Um, 
using a leaf blower in the back. Oh my fucking god. Can I just not have my time? Okay, cool. I'm gonna just kind of walk around. So you'll probably hear like my keys jingling shit. Or I'll, I'll just go back over here because the, the truck's going to the underground portion and he's slowly coming this way. So I'll just kind of stay over here, I guess. I guess this is okay, but you probably still hear that. Can't really do anything. I'll try and like maneuver around him. I don't know. Anyway, um, just, yeah. A war pigeon. I'm getting, I, I am the war pigeon. When I was with my dad, my dad would talk about how bad the marriage was from his perspective. When I was with my mom, which was the majority of the time, I would constantly hear about how my dad did this, my dad did that, my dad wasn't doing this, my dad wasn't doing that. And the worst part was when we had altercations, because I'm a teenage boy at this point now, right? Or I'm starting to become a teenager, so I've got a little rebellious side of me. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to always do what my mom wants me to do. Maybe I think I'm, I'm smarter, maybe I think I'm better than my mom in certain aspects, you know? So regardless, it's, it's that teen angst. When we got into our altercations, the, her favorite fucking insult is to tell me how I'm just like my father. And that is, that is awesome. I love being 12 years old hearing that I'm just like the piece of shit who fucked, who knocked me, who knocked my mother up. And then nine months later, turned tail and ran. That is so fucking cool. Especially now that as a teenager, I'm starting to really understand and get a feeling of what emotions are. So I know what hatred is. I know what fucking resentment is. And those are the kinds of feelings that I'm starting to, get a picture of when I, I think about my dad. And then when my mom brings that up, I start to feel that way about her too. So I've got, I've got a lot from both sides. I, I heard the story multiple times from both sides. They were both awful, awful people in their marriage. And I was given almost every fucking description of it. I loved it, truly. High school hits. And I decided to go into marching band because in middle school, I was in band in general. I wanted to be in band like my dad was. Um, and I was in a choir as well. When marching band hit, I wasn't prepared for the toll that that would take on my body. Uh, and growing up in middle school, I mean, dealing with that kind of shit, dealing with my mom, dealing with my dad, I, I, started, grow I started gaining weight. Oh, you're goddamn right. I was a big fucking chubby kid in middle school it wasn't until high school and i started doing marching band that i started well, we had to start like working out we had to start going on like the blacktop we had to start just exercise some more summer band that took my entire summer and i was there on the blacktop in the parking lot of my school in like the 100 110 degree weather for like 10 hours a day practicing my music practicing my blocks practicing my for those that are in marching band i hope you guys understand what i'm talking about if not, I don't really have the time to explain it, but it's basically just like another sport, I guess. You know, you, you, you take the time to go outside and you know, like you practice and shit in the heat. Um, during this, because I wasn't used to this kind of intense physical activity, um, not, nothing like it, like nothing even came close to it in middle school. In middle school, because I was a chubby kid, I, I, I almost like, I hated doing the pacer test because my body just like, I wasn't fit at all. I, I, was, I was fat. Um, I, I even did basketball in middle school and uh, God, the fucking teammates hated me because, you know, like the whole team spirit thing, like the coaches would be like, well, you know, if one of you falls behind, you all fall behind. So, oh my God, when everybody was, you know, doing fine with their parents, you know, they're being like either they're some being dead or some like still being together, regardless, you know, uh, they were doing just fine. 12, 13 year olds, me, I'm 
chubby piece of sh- like I'm a chubby piece of shit who can barely run like 100 feet before I'm entirely winded and the entire the entire basketball team has to come all the way back around the football field just to try and push me and quote unquote encourage me when I know deep down they all just wish I'd either kill myself or they just wish I'd quit anyway marching band um I wasn't ready for this kind of physical activity. I ended up catching heat exhaustion. Really, really fucking close to heat stroke. Um, We had quite a few kids actually catch heat stroke and even pass out on the blacktop. And yet they still did marching band. So um, the reason why I'm telling you this is now going into high school, things at the start just got so much worse, okay? Um, and I, I, okay, I'm gonna have to make another fucking segment to be honest, because now I'm just giving you like the rundown of why today was, was bad. And then the last segment I promise will actually be about today, but, um, just my mental health at this point is pretty much just shot. I'm doing what I can to, to get into like the AP classes and shit, but with, band being such a physically demanding activity especially with me having to practice every day after school and then at our school we have a big football game so your marching band has to be ready to perform like the third day of the week it's a it's a tradition over here for churchill it's called gucci bowl where we uh, we battle our our rivals um at clark high school um it happens every first week of the year of the, the new school year it's like on a thursday or friday whatever Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. Um, so I've got a lot, man. I've, I've got a lot for like a, a 13, 14 year old kid. Um, and eventually I, I start reaching my limits and I don't want to go anymore. I start missing class because my body needs extra time to sleep. So if you knew me at all through high school, you knew that I had a bad attendance problem. This is where it originated. Eventually I just used it as an excuse because I just didn't want to go to school or whatever. But this is where it originated from. My body needed rest. My mind needed rest. I needed rest. And my body was not gonna let me skip it. It needed it. So I started missing school because of me missing school. I started missing my, I started flunking my grades. My grades suffered heavily. Here comes a truck again. God damn it. Um, yeah, started failing my grades. Because of me failing my grades, you know, since marching band is kind of like a sport, if you guys were in athletics or football or whatever, you're not having the, like, you don't have the, the right grades. You're going to start, like, you know, you're eventually either get, like, kicked off or there's going to be some academic issues, you know, because they, they, they want to encourage the, the young athletes to do well academically, which I can kind of understand, but at the same time, like, come on. You're asking, uh, some of these kids are either being pers- persuaded, quote-unquote, by their parents to do, like, these AP classes, and then you want them to do, like, really physically demanding stuff like football or basketball or stupid shit like that. Like, come on. Like, there's, there has to be a line you got to draw somewhere. I, I digress. Um, so, all this culminated to me um, first wanting to attempt suicide at 14 years old. That was so epic. Surprise, surprise, another altercation with my mom. For whatever reason, I don't even fucking remember because it's, it's eight years ago at this point. 
Um, and I've got a lot. I've got constantly being told what the marriage was like from both perspectives. I'm, I'm failing my grades. I'm physically tired. I've, I've, I've got a lot. I've got a lot. And hearing I'm just like my father one, one more time almost threw me over the edge. I, I went to the kitchen and I took the biggest fucking knife and I put it to my throat and I looked at my mom dead in the eyes and my only two thoughts in this point in time were whether I want to stab or cut. I want to know what would make me go out quicker. What makes me see black first? I don't want any chance of me surviving. I want to just go. I'm done. <sighs> Obviously that didn't work as I'm still here, thank God. But that turned into about six months of therapy at a specific um, facility. It wasn't bacitrated, so it wasn't like a mental institute, but it certainly felt like it. I hated knowing that there was something wrong with me, especially, obviously, me having depression, you know, at this point, like, when the doctors told me that, at first, I was like, oh, my God, wow. Looking back at it, it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no wonder you have depression. No wonder you have suicidal tendencies. No wonder you have suicidal thoughts. There's a lot you just want to escape from and just be a fucking high school kid. Um, so... Yeah, um, and then in this place, you know, I started getting better, and they, and I started talking about how, you know, my parents, I started talking about, like, my parents, and they started realizing, like, oh, shit, like, wow, a lot of what your parents are saying is kind of driving you to have these thoughts and putting a lot of pressure on you, so why don't we talk to the parents, so, <sighs> uh, how do you think family therapy went, family counseling went for two parents that pretty much just despise each other in front of their kid publicly privately whatever yeah it was a nightmare there were so many times where one parent or the other mom or dad would just straight up walk out of the session and I'm just sitting there like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I don't know who's right in the situation I don't know who's wrong in the situation I love I love after <laughs> just going through suicidal tendencies and the suicide attempt, my very first one. I love how now I need to start thinking about like which, who's right. Do I listen to my mom? Do I listen to my dad? And that just turned into another whole catastrophe. Um, I ended up like sometime during high school, I ended up living with my dad for a bit just so I could like, so I could see what it was like, I guess after living with my mom for so long and I was just sick and tired of my mom. Eventually, within like a few months, maybe four or five, I got tired of my dad, just realizing who he was, how he was. I just I went back with my mom. A lot of back and forth. God, I fucking hate my childhood, to be honest, just looking at it. A lot of shit went down. Um, and then towards the end of high school, my mom finally told me, you know, well, you're 18 years old now. Um, you should be able to make your own choices now. And one of your choices should be about this whole situation. I'm like, mom, I haven't, I haven't been able to make a choice about your situation, what you brought me into, your failed fucking marriage, and you constantly telling me about who was wrong, who did what, who hurt who. Trust me, 
I got plenty, plenty of experience with it. It was six fucking years and counting, maybe more. It started when I was like eight or nine, having to have shouting matches with my own mother and father. I haven't had a single choice in this, this clusterfuck that you have brought me into, okay? She's like, well, now you do. Now you can start choosing to not choose. And it was such a simple concept, but it alleviated me. I no longer had to choose whether I thought my mom was right or my dad was right. Personally, at being 18, I thought they were both pieces of shit. Naturally, who wouldn't, you know? Just transferring into a quote-unquote young adult, you've got way more teen angst, you wanna be more independent, especially with the shit that I've been dealing with. They were both pieces of shit to each other. When I was born and when I wasn't. I don't know why they decided to try and rekindle their failed marriage. I don't know why they decided to have me deal with it, both sides, over and over for about a decade, for a decade, sorry. So I, I took my mom's advice and I stopped choosing, I stopped caring. I lived with my mom, that was it. Saw my dad as a piece of shit. Saw my dad's side of the family, this fucking awful people. And I made the decision to stop talking to them. Every time they would try and make conversation, they'd call me, they'd text me, I wouldn't respond, or I'd tell them, stop talking to me. I want nothing to do with you. I'm done. I guess I eventually gave, like, caved in, and I, I, I guess I thought mom was right. Going back to that situation, so. I saw it as my dad just being a piece of shit. Still do. I've talked about it in some of my past episodes, but um, a few years ago, they kept trying to rekindle, and they even brought, like, my grandma and grandpa, even, they, they live on the other side of town. They went all the, they went there, they went out of their way, like, during Christmas a few years ago to show up to my apartment when my mom wasn't home. Uh, unannounced. I think I was off of work at the time. Yeah, unannounced, just out of the blue, trying to bribe me with gifts. It's like, well, we got you presents. Hopefully this makes up for it. I just looked at them. They're old people too. I looked at them, I opened the door. I said, you can leave. I shut it. I want nothing to do with them. Mom was constantly telling me how during my parents' failed marriage, those old people never did anything for her. Constantly made her feel like shit. Never treated her right. The biggest thing that my mom wanted out of the marriage was honestly just a second family. Because the family that she grew up in is dog shit. It's awful. They all hate each other. Like I said, my mom grew up with an abusive father. Marine too, so you know, he hit fucking hard. And her own mom, who's now dead, kicked her out of the house when she was like 16. So she's, she's been through a lot, her life. And she just thought, you know, she let herself believe that my dad's honeyed words. She wanted another, she wanted a family for her, for me, for, for her family. 
It never happened. It was always just about me and dad. Fuck my mom. That was their mentality. And I even saw it as I grew older when I spent time with them. How they would either talk about my mom or treat her when she came over to pick me up. So. I looked at two elderly people, my own grandparents. I looked at them and I basically just said in a nice way, fuck off. Did the same thing with my dad. My dad tried multiple times to try and reconnect with me. I want nothing to do with him. I've made my decision. I'm done with him. I don't care. I say that in these past few years, especially today, I've been wondering if that was the right choice. Because like people say, there's only two things that are guaranteed in this world, taxes and death. Obviously my parents are older than me. My grandparents are older than me and older than my parents. So being brutally honest with you, my grandparents are gonna croak soon, which means in another 30 years, my dad's gonna croak. And I want you to just kind of hold on to that because I'm gonna come back to that in the final segment or like in this next segment when I actually start talking about today and why I'm getting so emotional. I'm sorry that I gave you a unnecessary, unneeded history lesson on how fucked up my childhood was thanks to my parents. But yeah, and then if you notice, um, no music. There won't be music for the next one either. Holy shit, we're finally here. Brings us to today. It is now 12.45 in the morning for me. But obviously I'm still talking about today as if it was yesterday, right? Father's Day. Now that you all know my fucked up history and my viewpoints on my dad and my dad's side of the family... I missed him. I still miss him. And I missed him today most of all. I got to work and everything was fine. Clocked in. Being nice, jovial like I normally am. Um, somewhere midway through the shift, my stomach started churning. I, I thought I was having an upset stomach. And I was telling my, my coworkers, like, hey, I really don't want to retch before I, you know, like, and have to like, call in sick and go home. Um, what kind of drinks can you recommend me? So I ended up getting, like, some kind of herbal tea. I guess that did it. But the pain went from my stomach to the inside, my heart and my, and my mind. It's Father's Day. So what are you going to see all day today you're gonna see dads you're gonna see dads walking in with their their wives with their girlfriends their families hell even their moms sometimes here in san antonio we have a lot of like it's, it's, it's a lot of mexicans you know I'm, I'm also mexican but my family's nowhere near that big all right so like you know we, we had a lot of big families come in like six seven eight people the dad the, the mom kid or kids, the grandparents, 
So constant reminder of the father that I have still alive that I don't talk to. And I just kept thinking, did I make the right choice? I hate him. I do. I don't like what he did to my mom. I don't like what he fucking put me through. I don't like what my mom put me through either. But him especially. As a Christian, I'm supposed to forgive and forget. But how... how... It's hard to forgive somebody that you are constantly being compared to by another person. Because all you get is the, it's a, it's a, she's like a parrot. And she constantly mocks me and tells me how in some cases when I, when I piss her off or when I do something or I say something, how it's just like my failed father. He's a failure. I consider him a failure. He walked out on me, he walked out on her twice so I made the decision to fucking to leave I made the decision to walk away from him he called me about a year ago yeah last year he told me that he got a position in um, somewhere in Nevada so he's not even here in the states anymore he's in Nevada so he's he's off he's he's out of my life and I, I he called me a year ago because a year ago I started getting into a really bad state of mental health and I, I, I hated the fact that I wasn't talking to my dad. I wasn't talking to his side of the family and I, I don't know when their last day is. So I would hate to wake up and them not be there. It's a lot easier to resent somebody who's alive than regret the dead. Or regret over the dead, I should say. I've, I've been dealing with that for a while now. Sometimes I, I, I really miss him. Sometimes I want to I wanna call him and be like, Hey, Dad. But I don't feel like I... I don't feel like he gets the choice. Okay, I'm not going to give him the choice to be that person in my life. Okay? The, the way that he treated me, the way he treated Mom... I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I've dealt with it for over a decade. And I don't want him near me. I don't want him near us. But I fucking miss him. I haven't seen my dad in a few years. And now he's in another fucking state. My grandparents on his side of the family are going to die soon. And I want nothing to do with them. And they know it. So at work today... Seeing all the dads, it broke me. It broke me. Why couldn't my dad be like that? I would have loved to be in a, in a family, a happy family. My parents didn't argue or throw things at each other or hated each other. I would have loved to have my mom and dad together. What kid wouldn't? So my, I, my mood turned sour and people noticed. By the time we, we closed, 
Um, today's our clean play day. So if you don't know uh, what that is, is every Sunday uh, we take two hours to um, deep clean the entire store. And I was separate from everybody like normal. I was hurting inside. I had my coworkers ask me what's wrong. I just told them, nothing you can do about it. Don't worry. I kept saying I'll be fine. Sure. I was on my lunch after we finished closing before we started doing the cleaning stuff. about my dad and I started feeling some tears I'm not, I don't want to break down at work especially if we have like two hours worth of cleaning shit to do there's no point nothing's gonna get done so I curled up into a ball I put my hand I put my, my head in my in my, my arm my forearms my forearms are on my knees I just I just sat there on the wall few co-workers come check on me, ask me if I was okay, wanted me to talk to them, and I just pushed them away. Because I knew as soon as I'd start talking about it, I'd get, I'd, 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 it'd, it'd get like this. I'd get emotional, I'd get frantic, I'd unpack a lot, and I'm at work. There's no need for that. Time and a place. When I started feeling this way, I knew... I knew tonight I had to go to I, I have to I have to make a podcast. I have to. I'm not gonna talk to my mom about it because she already fucking knows. She's put me through like the same shit. We've kind of been through the same shit. My 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 best friends already know. But I, I had to let it out again. So yeah, that's why I'm here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, I, I won't cry. I don't know. I, I, I had to... Um, I let out a few tears at work. And then I just stopped thinking about it. I focused on what I had to do at work. And I took the bus and I came home. Passed out. And I decided... To come here and make the podcast. I even had an altercation with my mom, surprise, surprise, just before I left the house. She's worried about me because, you know, it's, it's like, apparently she had been, like, trying to talk to me. I didn't hear her because, like I said, once I got home, I said hi to my dog. I guess she didn't hear me say hi, and I just, I passed out right there on the floor, just exhausted. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm late. I got to go make my podcast before it gets any later, and I definitely don't want to forget about this because then it'll just kind of fester up inside that's 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 really really not going to be good um and of course with feeling this way you know naturally i had other thoughts go on my mind as well um suicide that's pretty much been like one of the the main ones and i don't have 
tendencies, nor do I have a reason to commit it. Um, I've been down that road quite a few times, and I've also helped my friends prevent that. I've helped prevent my friends from doing that. Those that know me and are close to me can vouch for me for that, just as they have done for me. So, but just just a thought as well. Just like, man, like, well, what, what if I do it, you know? What then, right? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have to see any more dads at Starbucks or anything. To say I'm conflicted would pretty much be the understatement of my life right now. I hate him. I don't hate him, I just, I don't care about him. I don't care for him. I don't care for his side of the family. Once I made the decision to cut him off, that's it, I was done. I don't talk with him, I don't speak with him anymore. I don't fucking think about him, majority of the time. But today, just, I missed him. I missed him so much. I, when I was sitting out there in the hall, I just wish he'd turn the corner. I could see his stupid fucking face and I could go up to him and hug him. Just ask him how he's doing. Tell him Happy Father's Day. Try and utter the words, I love you. I can't do that. He's in a different state. And I want nothing to do with him. So now my main issue is, do I stay like this, tortured, continuing to torture myself and regret every single time that I did not pick up the phone to hear him when he's in the grave? Or do I try and reconnect with him? I've tried before, I'm not ready. One of the main things, I, I, don't, I don't like where I am in life right now, I'm 22, I just got my job back. I don't. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm not. I'm not high. I'm not. I'm not, not college. I don't have a, a career path. I'm not proud of where I'm at. I'm not proud of who I am. In life right now, I, I don't. I don't think of it as anything special. I don't think of me as anything special. If I were to waltz back up to my dad and try and reconnect with him, I wanted to know that I did good without him. I got a girl. I got a wife, even maybe have a loving job, house, someone that he can be proud of, someone that I can be proud of. That's how I want to reconnect with him. I want to show him, look what I did. Look what I did without you. And then just try and let it be some stupid cliche fucking Hallmark movie ending. We all just sit down at a table and we just laugh and we talk like normal families do. I've tried reconnecting with him before and I just ended up pushing him away again because I remembered why I didn't want him in my life in the first place. Today was just a day that broke me. I wanted to see him and talk, I, want to talk, I wanted to talk with him so bad. Now that the day's over, and I'm talking about this now, I don't fucking care about him anymore. I don't. 
I don't have his contact information. I don't have him on any social media. To me, he's been dead for a few years. Same with his side of the family. Now it's just a matter of when it happens. That's, that's where I'm at right now. That's where I've been for the past few years. I don't know if what I'm doing is right, but I'm also too scared. I'm not ready to try and reconnect and open back up with him. I know some people who don't have fathers in general probably just be kicking me in my teeth, telling me to go reforge that. To that person, I say, fuck you. Think you did fine without a dad. Especially a piece of shit like mine. Trust me, a piece of shit absentee father is better than none at all. Guarantee it. Okay, I'm done. Okay, it's one in the morning. Done. I vented out everything that I need to say. I guess I couldn't cry because I've, I've cried about him and I've cried over him before. So I guess there was nothing left for me to cry about. I have no tears left to shed for that man. Today I missed him. Or yesterday. Now, I don't care. At all. The one thing that has been really helping me is... Um, an artist or a band that I listen to their name is Shine Down. Uh, hopefully you've heard of them they're, I'd say pretty popular they've been around for quite some time um, on their latest album they have a song called Daylight and it's coming from the singer's perspective about how just he's been down some really dark paths mentally He's, uh, one of the lyrics is like, you know, he's been in, like, he's he spent one year and three months in the dark. And the whole song is just him being grateful for somebody that he was talking to. Or the people, the multiple people, one person or multiple people that helped continue to bring him back out of that. I know, personally, I've been that person to help people see the daylight, as his lyrics say. I've been that for many of you guys, for like from my friends, those that know me, even random strangers, different people that God's called me to. And I know that I have people that do that for me. So I've pretty much just been listening to that song on repeat all day and it's, it's helped. I had, I vented out my issues and my, no, yeah, my issues. Guys, if you guys are listening to this, I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are. If you are dealing with something, you're thinking suicide is an option. It's not. Stop. It's not. That's not something you can just do and recover from. Once you're gone, that's it. Okay? With my many suicide attempts and me helping my friends through their suicide attempts... I promise you it does get better. Life always fluctuates. And depending on where you are right now, 
You just have to deal with a lot of shit, a lot of really, really bad shit before you start seeing a breakthrough, before you start getting to see that daylight. And you may need somebody or a group or a support system or people in general, even God, to help you see that daylight. So please reach out. If, it's, if you want to hit me up, I got you. If you have me on my social media, I'm, I'm always willing to talk with you guys about what's going on. I don't care if I, if I know you in person or not. Just tell me what it is that you're going through. And I'll, I'll do what I can to... to, to just, I'll, I'll be there to listen. I'll say a prayer over you. I'll say a prayer with you. Hell, if I'll call you on Instagram so we can say the prayer together. I want you to know that it's not over for you. And I don't want you to think that you need to cut it short so it can be over. Because I promise you, the second that you do, the minute that you do, the blessings that you were about to receive, none of it's going to matter. And not only are you going to miss out on the incredible things that God is going to do for you in your life, and just and even if you don't believe in God, how your life is going to unfold before you. That's an adventure that you're, that you're going to be missing out on. That's not worth it. That's not good. That's not an option. Ultimately, if you care about anybody else other than yourself, you won't. You won't do it. Straight up. I don't care if that's harsh, because that's the truth. The second you decide to take your own life, you take many other people with you. Your friends, family, coworkers, people who somewhat knew you, anybody who is remotely attached to you, they feel your disappearance. And the only thing that they have to deal with now for the rest of their life is your absence. You don't have to deal with anything. You're in the afterlife. Whatever happens to you, happens to you. Hope it was worth it. But just so you know, when you leave, everybody else surrounds you. They die a little inside with you. Because of you. You brought light to them, whether they showed it or expressed it or not. Maybe you were that person that helped them see the daylight. So what are they going to do when the person that they look forward to, to help them see the sun, goes out? What are they going to have to look forward to? Ask yourself, are you really willing to do that to everybody else around you just because you want to escape your shitty issues, your problems? There are other ways to deal with it. Talk it out. Go to therapy. Do what I do. Vent to people online. Anything. Get it out of your system and get it out of your head. Do not let it fester. Do not let it become a choice that you make that you can never recover from and a mistake that you can never make right. Also, don't do that to the people that truly... They'll, they'll do that to people, okay? If you're feeling alone, tired, scared, afraid, pissed off, whatever, you're not the only one. There are seven billion of us here on the planet... I promise you, I promise you, you are not the only one that feels this way. I felt it 
plenty of times. My friends have felt it plenty of times, and I'm sure yours have as well. So take comfort in knowing that your loneliness is not a trait harbored by you and you alone. Other people feel that way too. They continue to keep going though. Whether they have a responsibility to their family or they know that things are going to get better or they have that person to help them see the daylight or they're that person for somebody else. Find your distinction and keep going. Please, please keep going. said what I needed to I gotta start going home I gotta start getting home I'm off tomorrow thank God so I've got all day to just relax after tonight's episode I think we all know I need it it has been an experience just like normal or like just like the others just being able to vent to you guys just talking about my shit this really does help me continue to get through like continue to keep going it's a wonderful outlet that I'm glad I found thanks to suggestions from my friends and clearly some of you enjoy it if you continue if you you continuing to listen to me ramble and talk about my shit stuff I go through I pray you have a good morning, afternoon, night, whatever. And I want you to continue seeing as many of those as you can.